Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Peter, I'm going to pray for him. Lord, thank you for Peter. Pray your blessing on him this morning. May we have ears to hear what you have to say to us. Just come and speak to us now, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As you came in this morning, just um, want to do a little bit of a straw poll. Um, who was asked by someone else how they were? I don't... There must be more of you who were asked, how are you this morning? Okay, I want you to keep your hands up in the air, please. And um, if when um, you were asked how you are, you said, oh, I'm fine, thanks, keep your hand in the air. Oh, so, uh, I, think, I think that's all of you then, isn't it? Excellent. Okay, that's really helpful. So um, my next question to you is, uh, do you lie? And I think the answer is yes, isn't it? And, um, and we often, uh, when people ask us how we are, we just go, I am fine, thank you. And um, it's not the truth at all. And um, we're not supposed to lie, are we, as Christians? Um, one of the commandments, uh, Leviticus 19 um, says this, uh, you shall not steal, uh, you shall not deal falsely, and uh, you shall not lie to one another. So uh, one of the Ten Commandments, don't lie. But um, most of us do a bit. And lying's not that bad, really, is it? I mean, lying can be quite good, actually. I mean, you can protect people when you're lying, you know, and not telling them the truth, because truth hurts. Um, There's kind of good lies, aren't there? When Pamela says, do my bum look good in this? I'm like, I didn't even know your bum was in there. Just... You just look incredible. And, um, you know, we all lie. And, and sometimes it's a good thing to lie, isn't it? Well, lying's our natural response, isn't it? As, ever since we were little children, you know, we, we get asked, um, you know, we ask the children, uh, did, you, did you do that? And they go, no, no. No, I didn't do that. They don't go, oh, yes, yes, I did do that. Do they? Their natural response is no. No, I didn't do it. And uh, it wasn't me. I mean, if you ask in a classroom when something's happened, oh, it wasn't me, says most of the class. Well, it must have been someone. And, um, and uh, that can be our natural response. Uh, a number of years ago, I was, um, I was driving along and uh, I'd, I'd seen a patient and uh, I needed to go to another patient who was critically ill, um, probably going to die that day, and uh, they were in pain and I needed to get there. And I knew I was going to be late for surgery, and I knew there'd be a queue of people, and so I, I picked up the phone and I dialed as I was driving along, it was the days before hands-free, and I was dialed away, and then I was having a chat to them at the surgery going, I'm going to be late back, and as I'm having this conversation, a policeman comes the other way in the car, and I kind of put my phone down and thought, phew, I carried on driving, and I carried on driving out into the countryside to where I was going, and as I got near this house blue lights behind me and the police car turned around and followed me down the country lanes and uh, he pulls me over and he says uh, 
were you just using your mobile phone by any chance? And my answer was, no, officer. No, I wasn't using my phone. And he went, I think I saw you using your phone. And I was like, okay, I'm going to a little test here. So what colour was my mobile phone? I said to the policeman. He said it was black. And I said, well, here's my phone officer. It's bright blue. Can't have been me on the phone then, can it? Dig deeper, dig deeper. And he went, well, I could always get onto the phone company and double-check the phone records to see whether you were on the phone. Would you like to modify your answer? And I was like, I I would definitely like to modify my answer. And uh, the policeman kind of wrote out the uh, the thing to give me my fine. and, um, And he got me to sit there in his car until the time that the surgery was starting, which I told him that I was, you know, I was trying to make up excuses. And he kept me waiting there until then, and I still had to go and see this patient before I got surgery. I was really angry with the policeman, and I felt he'd done, done wrong to me. But it was me that was on the phone, and me that lied to him. And uh, our natural response can be that way. And I'd say in general, I don't really lie. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very truthful, and, and I get into trouble for being truthful, but on that occasion, my kind of natural response was, no, no, officer, of course I didn't. Now, um, we've been going through Colossians, and uh, Colossians 3.9 is the verse that I'm going to be speaking from today, and it says, don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Lying is actually quite serious. So we've got all these things that it says in Colossians uh, 3 that we shouldn't be doing. talks about immorality, um, and, um, and then it goes on and it mentions lying. Now the thing about lying is it gets an entire verse to itself. We've got all the other sins are just mentioned, you know, but lying gets a full-on verse of its own. It's really serious. So... I want to just read a little passage. Uh, This is from um, Acts 5. And uh, it's the story of Ananias and Sapphira. So, there was a certain man named Ananias who, with his wife, Sapphira, sold some property. He bought part of the money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. Then Peter said, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit and you kept some of the money for yourself. The property was yours to sell or not to sell as you wished. And after selling it, the money was also yours to give or keep. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us, but you were lying to God. As soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell to the floor and he died. And everyone who heard about this was terrified. And some young men got up, wrapped him in a sheet, took him out and buried him. Bit kind of matter of fact, isn't it? After about three hours, they were pretty quick, weren't they? After about three hours, his uh, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened, and Peter asked her, "What was the price that you and your husband received for your land?" And they said, "Yes, yeah, so this was this was the price." And Peter said, "How could the two of you even think of conspiring to test the spirit of the Lord like this? The young man who buried your husband are just outside the door. They're going to carry you out now too." Instantly, she fell to the floor and she died. When the young man came in and saw that she was dead, they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear gripped the entire church and everyone else who had heard what had happened. Lying 
is so serious. The reason it gets a verse all for itself is because it's a big deal. And it affects all of us. It's all about the honesty of our heart and of our minds. It's got major consequences. When we lie, it does stuff. Stuff that makes it very difficult for us. Ananias and Sapphira, they were lying to the church, but actually they were lying to God. If they'd said, actually, yeah, um, we've sold the house, it's really great, and we've given a little bit to the church. The church had gone, thank you very much, that's really generous of you. Thank you very much. But they lied. I don't know why they lied. It doesn't make any sense at all. But they chose to. I want to just um, share a few different verses from the Bible, because all the way through the Bible, it talks about lying. I'm going to start in Psalms, Psalms 24. So this is a a bit um, just all about how can we come to God. It says in verse 3, Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure who do not worship false idols. We're all feeling fine at this point, aren't we? And then it says, and never tell lies. And we all go, oh. They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their saviour. Such people may seek you and worship you in your presence, O God of Jacob. What it's saying in this verse is that actually when we lie, it breaks our covenant with God. Actually, it's a really serious thing. We are all stuffed. If we can't come to God because we have lied, we can't come to God. We are truly stuffed. But the great news, of course, is that actually we're not living in the Old Testament times. We know what Jesus did on the cross, we are redeemed. He's paid the price for us and for our sin. And Jesus knew that you would lie. And yet he still went to the cross and died for you anyway. I know we've always said to our children, and I think many parents say this, just don't lie to us. Kind of doesn't matter what you do wrong, but don't lie about it. Because it just makes it even worse. It makes it more difficult to sort out. And uh, the thing is, we know this as parents, and yet we still lie. Because actually, sometimes it's easier to lie than to tell the truth. And sometimes we're just digging a hole. Proverbs twelve twenty two says, The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. I can't count on my hands how many times I've been in trouble for telling the truth. It causes problems sometimes, doesn't it? And uh, sometimes we think, oh, it'd be easier just to tell a little lie Tell something that's not quite the truth because it's going to be easier, more palatable for the person who's hearing us. But we're told God detests lying lips. 
And I want to ask you something else this morning. Do you lie to yourself? I think lots of us lie to ourselves. We reason away the truth. We try and find truth that's perhaps a little bit more comfortable to us. And we lie to ourselves. And when we do, we damage ourselves. We don't even believe ourselves anymore. It says later in Proverbs chapter 24, it says, An honest answer is like the kiss of friendship. And actually, we need to be honest with ourselves and we need to be honest with others. And actually, it breaks down barriers when we are honest. The next chapter, Proverbs 25, says, Telling lies about others is as harmful as hitting them with an axe, wounding them with a sword, or shooting them with a sharp arrow. You don't have any of those things happen without you bleeding seriously. But telling lies is as bad as that. I wonder if I've caught your attention. The thing is, the devil lies to you all the time. Genesis 3 We're all familiar with the story of what happened um, with the apple in the garden. And uh, this is what happened. You won't die, the serpent said to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it. And you'll be like God, knowing both good and evil. She was deceived. God said, don't eat the apple. Whatever you do, don't eat it. And the serpent says to her, go on then, it'd be all right, be quite tasty actually. And then Eve goes to Adam, oh go on, I've had a bit, it's quite nice really. And they're deceived. And everything changes. That perfect relationship they had with God was broken, was torn in two. All because of a lie. Jesus said this about the devil. John 8. For you are the children of your father the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth. Because there's no truth in him. When he lies it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar And the father of all lies. And when we lie, that's who we come into line with. With the devil. And Jesus says, don't do it. Don't do it. And we're encouraged by all the teaching all the way through the Bible. Just don't lie. Just be truthful. Just be honest. And you know what? Things will change when we are. The devil lies to you, and you know he loves it when you lie back. He loves it because he knows the damage it does. So what? What do we do about this? 
And I want to encourage you, tell the truth. Train yourself in godliness. Train yourself in truth. Work at it. When you lie, apologize and tell the truth. Just work on it and it gets easier. Accountability. What lies have you told this week? Be accountable to others and tell the truth about what's going on. I want to finish there. I know I haven't spoken for a long time. Because actually, I want us to revisit what I was talking about right at the top. And I want to revisit the, how are you today? And what I want to encourage you to do is go get a drink, come and sit down, and uh, gather in some groups, um, you know, three or more in a group. um, And I want you to ask each other, how are you? And I want you to tell the truth. And as you tell the truth and you talk to each other, you might say, I'm having a flipping marvellous week. This is the best week there's been for ages. That'll be one of you. And uh, everybody else will be going, well, let me tell you. So I just want to encourage you. We're going to finish there. And I want to encourage you. Let's start as we mean to go on. And let's tell the truth. So let's uh, go get some drinks. And let's be truthful with one another.